1: hello and welcome it's our number two hour two of our radio show and we go to h-town houston texas where D'Amico ryans is the new head coach in houston what made D'Amico ryan such a popular pick on the coaching carousel how come people in the NFL media are so excited. They're gung-ho. They think this is a great job, the Texans' job. I don't understand that. I'll try to wrap my head around it. And why did D'Amico De- Ryan's end up with a six-year contract? Six years. That's a forever contract for a coach these days in the NFL. We'll explain that as well and a whole lot more, including a surprising phone call from a zany caller. In Rhode Island, which one is it? We'll get to that and a whole lot more right now in hour number two. Oops, it happened again. They hired another coach in Houston. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere denizens as we kick at an open door coast to coast border to border and beyond on the vast and voice for powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the seats the cheap seats of broadcasting we are broadcasting live from the tire studios TireRack.com will help you Get there an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from. The NFL H-Town, the location for the third consecutive year, we are doing a Mahler monologue about the Houston Texans hiring a new head coach. If you would like to laugh, go back and play the news conferences from the last two years when the owner and the GM get up there and talk about how it's going to work, this is going to be great, blah, 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 we really like this coach, this this is a a great hire, and uh, then a year later they fire the coach. Now, if you didn't see this, and – Perhaps not. You might want to move within earshot here because, uh, well, you are. You're listening. You can hear it. Uh, So if you missed it, we got you covered here. It is official. The Texans have selected D'Amico Ryans as their new head coach. Who? Uh, Ryans, you might have seen him during the playoffs, the 49ers getting all the way to the conference championship game. He spent the last six seasons in the Bay and the 49er coaching staff the last two As the defensive guru, so last two is the defensive guru. He agrees to a six-year contract in Houston. Ryan's was drafted by the Texans out of Alabama in the second round of the draft way back in 06 before Alabama became Alabama again. Uh, And then he was the defensive rookie of the year as a player. He made some Pro Bowls and had a successful run with the Houston Texans, was later traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, and now he is back in Houston as the coach of the Texans. So let us discuss the question. What made D'Amico Ryans such a popular pick on the coaching circuit? Skyrocketing up. All right, so I've got Homecoming, HGTV, and Industry Standard. And we will combine all of these things together and we are going to make a trash can, which is what the baseball team in Houston uses to cheat. All right, Uh, now, number
5: one,
1: number one, the sweet aroma of defense. Defense, defense. The NFL's an offensive league, but the, uh, the, the the 49ers' defense was great, wonderful, all that. They didn't win. Their quarterback got hurt. But that smell, the nectar of the gods, D'Amico Ryan's, the beneficiary, he's benefiting from the fruits of the labor of the Niners' defense. Make no mistake here. That any a coach that gets promoted, well, you're an offensive coach, you can thank your, your quarterback defensively. In this case, uh, D'Amico Ryan's riding the coattails of Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward, and all the other players, some you've heard of, some you haven't heard of, in San Francisco making it possible. But every year, there is one coach who gets circled as the homecoming king of the coaching carousel last year It was Brian Dable with the Giants. And the Giants did make the playoffs in 2021. For many, it was Brandon Staley with the Chargers. Fresh off the Rams, succeeding, winning the Super Bowl. And Brandon Staley, the toast and all that. and Wonderful, blah, 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 blah. Now, D'Amico Ryans is the guy. He's the guy uh, this year, 38 years old. Former player, as we talked about, another member of the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree getting a head coaching job. You, it's got you got one side Sean McVay, who's got many more than Shanahan, but Shanahan, who's been around for a few years, is starting to to develop the branches on his coaching tree. The other Kyle Shanahan disciples are Mike McDaniel and Robert Sala. Those coaches have a combined winning percentage of three ninety two in the NFL, so we're sure D'Amico Ryans will make that better unless he won't. The, the biggest comparison has to be Robert Sala because Robert Sala was the defensive coordinator in San Francisco before Ryans. San Francisco had back-to-back top five defenses under his tutelage with the Niners, so he runs off to coach the Jets. And it's been the same old, same old. Yeah, the Jets won a few more games this year, but other than delivering Tony Robbins-like motivational speeches, the Jets are still not making the playoffs. Not much has changed in that regard. They don't have a quarterback. And uh, he says a lot of positive stuff, and he's a good quote and all that, but hasn't turned the ship around or the plane around in New York. Now, page two. How come many members of the NFL media are so positive Gung-ho, if you will, for the Texans' job, looking at the bright side. Sunny days are here again in Houston. Now, I find this bizarre on one hand because the Texans have been a bottom-feeding franchise. You don't need me to tell you that. Just watch the NFL draft. They're near the top every year. For several years, it's been a desolate wasteland. The roster is devoid of elite playmakers. The owner is wobbly, as they uh, said in the, the great Gatsby. Uh, You got old money versus new money, and Cal McNair's got old money. He inherited his wealth from uh, the old man there and the NFL team. He didn't earn it. Uh, He didn't earn it, and he's there, and he's running it like a guy that didn't earn the money and doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, The the reason for optimism with the Texans, here's the way I look at it, and the reason people are selling is because, A, they're supposed to do it, Uh, cheerleaders for the NFL, a lot of these people work for NFL properties. But Houston, the big selling point would be, oh, it's a blank canvas. It's like Sean Payton took the Denver job, and he's stuck with this dead weight at quarterback, And and so that's a debacle, right? But in Houston, you don't have that. You have nothing. It's like HGTV. It's a fixer-upper, right? Bring in Chip and uh, Joanna Gaines there. And they can design and renovate and all that. And, uh, you know, the real estate vernacular, you can you can use that, fixer up, or however you want to say it, because uh, there's a bunch of draft picks. But to me, I'm not excited about the draft picks. I'm not as excited about the Texans because listen, I don't know whether D'Amico uh, Ryans can coach or not. We won't know until he does it, and uh, we'll, we'll find out shortly enough because if you don't get the job done right away, you don't last that long, although it's a little different in his situation because of the length of the contract now, speaking of that, the final point all right, final point why did D'Amico Ryans end up with a six year deal from Houston? How did that happen? He has no coaching experience uh, as a head coach, he had only coached for one organization, the 49ers. It's not like he bounced around to a bunch of different teams working his way up the ladder. So Ryan, we mentioned earlier that Ryan's is the you know, the beneficiary of having uh, the ability to coach guys like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and guys like that, but also the beneficiary of the miserable failures of the previous Texans coaching hires. Back-to-back and belly-to-belly, belly whoppers. Uh, and I'm talking about David Culley, who got the big check, to go away. Lovey Smith, who got paid a lot of money. They were both given golden parachutes to leave after one year. And now D'Amico Ryans is the latest to get a slush fund from Cal McNair. And the Texans had no choice because that job, the Houston football team, dead man's lane, a coaching graveyard of late, and it was deemed career suicide. Yeah, you'll win a lot of money, and that's a great thing, but you better make sure it's enough money to last you because you'll never get another crack, another bite of the apple, if you will. Now, the the six-year contract, it's not that outrageous when you think about the Texans blow, and that has become the industry standard when your team sucks, when you are swimming in waters that have high toxicity. You got to give the money out, right? A six-year contract, a lot of money. That's how it works. Kyle Shanahan, when he went to the 49ers, he got a six-year contract to start because the 49ers at that time had blown through Jim Harbaugh, Jim Tom Sulu, who famously farted at a news conference, Chip Kelly over three the last three years, and so they gave Kyle Shanahan a six-year contract. The Detroit Lions, when they hired Dan Campbell a couple years ago, they gave him. A six-year contract before the 2021 season because they had a revolving door with they had Jim Caldwell there and Matt Patricia, and so they gave Campbell a huge deal. And now that's how they're doing it in Houston. D'Amico Ryans gets a sweetheart deal. He wins the Texas lottery. It'll be paid out over the next six years, whether he wins a bunch of games or not. And he, I know he's got the, the blessing of J.J. Watt, which means nothing. Because they are buddies, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't want to value. I don't. I, I should say I don't value. I've never valued the opinion of. If you ask a friend, it's like asking a college kid's mom what they think of their son. Now, you know the answer, right? I mean, you know the answer. They're gonna gonna sing the praises, but you, you know that's just the way it works. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment about any of this? We'll take some calls, I promise. Uh, Bad job by me. We'll have a little more time to take calls coming up here at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369 if you would like to be part of the program. You can be part of the fun Uh, straight ahead. Now, you've heard of some star quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers has been playing around with retirement. But there's another name that has not been mentioned that is claiming they are considering retirement. And it's a name that has not been brought up prior to uh, very recently here. We'll take a look at that. This is one of the biggest names at their position who could step aside from the NFL. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
7: Sleet late at night Alley cats are creeping They're looking for some place to go The night owls are up Sleepy heads are sleeping It's time for the Ben Maller
9: Show You can listen to the Ben Maller Show how you want, when you want with podcasting Some P1s find themselves binge listening to classic episodes while others like to space things out Either way, by subscribing to the free Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Maller Show podcast, you can help this overnight dingy stay afloat and annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And now live from the thetireac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
7: No, it just ain't the same without Eddie Garcia. No, it never seemed right to me.
1: Well, got it a just a
7: ain't the same. Very scary same without, video posted it by Sir Scratch
1: We might have to play that on here. I think it's clean. Right with me. He's not driving tonight. He normally listens in his big rig, but he's not driving tonight. He says the, the roads around Arkansas not not safe tonight, so he's he's not out there on the roads. He's home listening, and so he had to use his inside voice, and it was. It was scary. It was very scary. We'll point that out. All right, we'll take some calls. It is a call in show. And let's go, go to the phones and we'll say hello to Mason the Millennial, who's cashing a golden ticket. A hello, golden Mason
7: ticket.
1: the Millennial.
10: I say LA, you say Lakers.
1: You're a <laughs> Warriors go. fan. What are, you, what, are you, what are you? No, I'm fan? not. You, you, you You're, tripping, a Laker fan. You're a fake Laker fan. You live in the Bay Area. What's wrong? Lakers. Let's go, Clippers. Let's here we go, go Clippers. Everyone loves the Clippers. There we go. Here, here. Nah, the story
10: of how I fell in love with the Lakers in the Bay Area is a story I'll save for another day. But I call it up because, you know, I don't know if you saw the tweet I sent the other day when I was uh, watching the 49ers game at the you know a bar out here in the Bay Area and I was uh, singing the the. Eagles fight song at the bar, and people got really mad at that.
1: Did anyone punch you?
10: No. Uh, no. A guy raised his fist to me though when I told him, "God bless you."
1: That's not very nice. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. I was Sounds driving. Like you, I was driving yesterday. I, I somebody gave me the bird. Yeah.
10: Really? Yeah.
1: Why? I, Did I you give him me... a thumbs up? Well, no. I was at a stop sign, and the car in front of them went, and then it was my turn to go. So I turned right. And then they came right. They were tailgating me, and they like. Then they drove past me and gave me the bird. But what they don't know is I gave them the double bird. But they couldn't see it because it. was – Oh right, yeah, that's but what you do. Double, yeah, I gave them the double bird. So.
10: Yeah. yeah, you gotta stay away from those kind of people. They're crazy. Yeah. Hey, but um, I called to ask because uh, I was just thinking to myself the other day. I was like, "What is the shadiest NFL franchise?" And like honestly, I'm sure you have yours in mind if you think about it for a second. But mine is definitely the Houston Texans because like I don't know, this coaching carousel, it's like all over the place. How they handled Deshaun Watson was really bad. I think they're trying to still think.
1: Mason, your phone your phone is dying here. You gotta get you gotta keep the No, really? It it went out a little. It went out a little. No, the, the Texans are definitely uh, shady. Well, the, the stories that came out about Deshaun Watson and how they were, like, helping him out and all that stuff, that's uh, pretty high up on the shady list. If you're a, a scale of shady, the Texans are high up. All right, Mason. Thank you. All right, thank all you. Right, go, hang up on yourself. Go away, please. Uh, let's go now. The ratings are about to go up tremendously. Not that Mason didn't add to the way, the ratings. Let's go now to the great state of Rhode Island. And here he is. Paul in Rhode who? Island. Hello, Paul Redbreast Paul is his who? name. He told you the Thank Lions you. and the Raiders were going to be in the Super Bowl. He he wasn't wrong. He was uh, not I was just I was just saying wrong. that that maybe uh two number fours was going
11: to going to go to the wrong. Super Bowl, but wrong. that didn't happen. How about two number ones? How about two number maybe ones? A, two number maybe, ones? A, maybe if the Philadelphia uh Eagles uh takes down the the wing of of Mahomes like they did the uh, uh, Brock Purdy, Maybe that might happen, you know. That was a setup, you know. But the reason I called was for this. It's amazing how a limp, a limp lie can go on to the NFL final. This guy, Mahomes, has done this limp lie before. And this guy has done the sideline 15-yard tackle (laughs) Uh, before, okay? He did it here in 17 with the Patriots. This guy that pushed him, he knew exactly, exactly what he was doing, okay? Don't insult my intelligence, okay? He knew exactly what he was doing, first of all. I know that Cincinnati last year made it by the skin of their teeth and beat him, okay? So it's not your turn, boy. Okay, get at the back of the line. Second of all, let me tell you this. The referees had no choice but to call
1: that, okay?
11: They had no choice.
1: Well, they they could have not called. They didn't have to. Come on, to. come like, on. It was like half a step. Ben Maller, don't please. Well, you, you know, what? wait. wait were hold call on that. a sec, Paul. Hold on a second. Now, I think it's a terrible way for a game to end. I know that it they is. they they called it fine, whatever. But they didn't have to call it, right? For example, in the 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 Celtic Laker game in your backyard, there not far from where you are. Up the roadaways, there they didn't call a foul against LeBron, Jason Tatum, against LeBron James. They swallowed the whistle. You could have swallowed the whistle.
11: Yeah, but you did. We did swallow the whistle. There was three fouls, foul calls before that. You know that, and no, I know. I know. I know. And filmed. on that, it's and the filmed. Mahomes play on the Mahomes play, it. there were
1: there were multiple penalties against Kansas City that they chose not to call. There was a holding penalty on the punt return, the 29-yard punt return. There were two blocks in the back that were caught Correct. on camera.
11: Correct. Didn't call. So. Ben Mella, is this is this the right way to end a Super Bowl final? Is this the right way?
1: Tell me. Honestly, the NFL doesn't care. As long as we watch, it doesn't matter. we're all all going to watch. You're going to watch, Paul. You're not going to not watch. We're going to all watch, so it doesn't matter. We're all in a tizzy and all upset. Everyone was uh, up in arms and all that, but who cares? People can still watch. Correct.
11: Yeah. But I want to tell you now as a great player as he is, that was the agony act that he did after he got pushed. He's done this before. The, the 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 lie of of a limp.
1: He was he's embellishing. Done this before. He was in, he was embellishing the. Uh, and, and and also oh, point out. Nella. Listen, Mahomes. The, the, the idea that he had a high ankle sprain. My entire life, if you have a high ankle sprain, that's a month and a you half. You cannot injury. do
11: that. You cannot exactly. run like that exactly. to the Exactly. So he, the I'm not
1: saying he's not hurt, but the, the, the uh, reports that he had a high ankle sprain are bullcrap. That is that is fertilizer. Is. is what that it is. is exactly. That's right, and endorsed Areas by you, in Paul.
11: Ten Commandments that he ran on purpose, knowing that the referees right. were going to call that.
7: All right, you're repeating. This. That's fertilizer, says Camp over, over and over.
1: Totally that the is I him, the great Vin, Vincent Scully there, the late great Vin Scully. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, Paul, uh, anything new with you, Paul? We haven't talked about Hey, in a listen, I want to say one more thing to, to the Coop. He's got another take. Good, good job, Coop.
11: Good job. You're inheriting a quarterback that loves donuts. I wish you luck, Coop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, what? <laughs> he said you inherited a quarterback that loves donuts. <laughs> That's what he said. Russell Wilson's a big fan of the donuts. Is that right, Paul? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. You like, had, what, what's your favorite? He's not the only one. He's not Paul, the only one.
11: There's another hold on guy. A second, that, Paul.
1: Let's take go let's ahead. do a little let's do a little round robin here. Let's see if we can guess what Paul in oh, no. Rhode Island. Don't, don't get me the wizard lady, please. No, I'm not getting you the wizard lady. Let's see if Paul can we can I guess mean, what joy! what donut Paul likes the most. All right, in Rhode Island. Let's go around the room. I think Paul's a basic biatch with donuts. I think he likes just a regular glazed donut. Eddie, what about you? I'm gonna what go maple play? bar. Maple Bar, solid. All right. Uh, what about all you, right. Roberto? We're guessing what kind of donut Paul in Rhode Island likes more than all other donuts. Uh, Apple fritter. Apple fritter. All right. And Koopaloo. Oh, by the way, can I Hold say... Hold on. I'm not fritter. done with the round robin. Crumb nice. donut. Crumb donut. All right. Reveal answers. Paul in Rhode Island, your favorite donut is...
11: My maple Frosted. Ah, oh, the maple no, it's, it's apple. It's apple filled. I'm sorry. Apple Wait a No,
1: you you can't. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> What is Listen. up? You, you don't like a glazed donut? No, I like I like the apple.
11: I like the, the apple, apple filled apple donut. And hey, can I?
1: Apple. I want to say one thing. Uh, yeah. Andy
11: Reed uh, Andy Reed uh, right. Accomplishment like is he's not. The, the, there's no other coach for Andy Reid. Okay. The guy is in, is next in line.
1: Okay, can I say that? Donut? I, 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 th- I Thank you. Uh, you call last or two. <gasps> Bad job by you. Right. Shame on you.
6: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
9: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals.
4: Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: So we told you D'Amico Ryans is your new head coach in Houston. So there's now a vacancy with the San Francisco 49ers. For their defensive coordinator position, and apparently they are looking to possibly hire Panthers defensive coordinator and interim head coach Steve Wilkes as their next defensive coordinator. They're at least uh, they're looking to talk to him about that job anyway. So we'll see if that works out for him. All
1: right, hope he gets the job. There you go, and then we'll... He'll get, be an interim coach again down the line. How exciting would that be? All right. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on. We'll get back to the calls here. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive Com. So if you're watching the Philadelphia-San Francisco NFC playoff game over the weekend, if you kept watching as the game got away from the Niners, you saw a man who physically manhandled another man like a professional wrestler, Trent Williams, the offensive tackle bigger than life, Trent Williams. Number 71 in your program, but number one in your heart. And he sounds like he's about to retire. It sounds like he's about to step away. Uh, the All-Pro left tackle of your San Francisco 49ers talking about his football future, and he will not rule out retirement. He said, "Quote: It does get pretty grueling." Now, this will be a great retirement if he does actually end up retiring because he will be on the short list of athletes where their final act was being ejected from a game or leaving in disgrace. And you remember Antonio Brown, who had the greatest of all send-offs. Antonio Brown, who he took his clothes off. He was running around doing jumping jacks in the end zone as he left the field for the final time as an NFL player with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's like the all-time gold standard. But uh, Trent Williams, who picked up that Eagle player and just shoved him away like he was a, a flea, just flicking him away. Uh, Get out of here. You are below me. How dare you? Now, Williams is only 34 years old, which in the real world is not old, but he's played 12 years in the NFL, and uh, the Niners have had these back-to-back deep playoff runs, blah, 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 blah. And so he's considering retiring, although there is a financial element to this. And I'm saying he will not retire because if he comes back and plays, he gets another $39.4 million over the next two seasons. So yeah, I, maybe he saved his money. He's like Ocho Cinco. He saved his money. But if I had $39 million coming my way to show up and play tackle, I would find a way to play tackle for a couple more years. All right, let's go back to the phones. Michael is in Southern California in the OC, and he is next on – Fox Sports Radio, the Ben Maller Show. Hello, Michael. Welcome.
6: Hey guys, what's up? I just uh, quickly go back to that second quarter of that Niner game. Not a Niner fan, but the uh, and and the kid got hurt. Pretty got hurt, but the uh, there were those two uh, defensive interference calls that were uh, magical calls, and then a holding magical call. You take that game; it was seven nothing, and it may even did it get to seven to seven in the first quarter. Or the second quarter, maybe not. But the game, the the refs made sure by halftime that game was over, no matter who was quarterbacking for the Niners. Well, uh, hold on. What's up with Eddie?
1: Eddie not being a little bit more upset. We're going to get get to Eddie. Hold on a second.
6: Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, What do you think about that second-quarter referee? I agree
1: the the officiating was, was bad, but Johnson fumbling. And then not making no, yeah. making a futile effort to jump on the ball. It was seven seven early in the second quarter, but uh, right. that fumble. I mean, what yeah. are you doing? You know, I mean, this, he looked like he had never played quarterback. Like they pulled him out of the crowd to play quarterback. He had won a contest. You want to play quarterback for the Forty ers It's embarrassing. Yeah, It
6: was bad, yeah. and, I, and it's, it's a good thing they didn't win that game. I mean, uh, now, now
1: I'd like you to rip Eddie. Go ahead, please rip Eddie. Go ahead, uh, Eddie. I'm not
6: hearing anything about. Uh, how they're going to keep that little girl down there in San Diego and not go for the guy that uh, it, it seems that uh, Denver's going to get. Because, I mean, they're going to another year with that clown. And uh, he what does he do over there, he nibble on that, that piece of paper in front of his face?
1: Yeah. Uh, Who? Eddie's,
6: uh, Eddie's very quiet right now. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing, no response. Haley. I
1: don't know.
10: He's,
6: he's just not a head coach, and he never will be. Hey, where's but Baker Mayfield like right now, Michael? Where's, ba-
1: where's Baker Mayfield, by the way, Michael? You
6: know where he is? Yeah, I know. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I remember you, day. Michael. I I, I, you
1: conveniently forget. You told me how great Baker Mayfield was going to do. <laughs> you lied to me, Michael. You lied to me. How dare. I'm a liar. <laughs> what kind of bad. That was like one of the worst takes we've ever had. You realize that? Your take was a terrible take. That's a terrible take that you gave me. How dare you? You were singing the praise. You, are you? Is your last name Mayfield? Is this Michael Mayfield? Is that your last name? Yeah, Michael Mayfield. <laughs> I'm his agent. You're his agent. You sound like his father. My God, unbelievable! I don't oh, want to be was. his agent's father. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. All right, <laughs> well, very good. All right, thank you, Michael. Good no show, response. By, all right, thank you. No response by Eddie though. Right. Shocking silence there. This anti-charger rhetoric and no no pushback from Mr. Garcia at all. What up with that? All right. Anyway, it is the Ben Maller show as we continue. Nick Bosa was asked about the Super Bowl matchup, the 49er defensive star. Boy, these both Bosa, Bosa brothers are are pair they're a pair these two, I mean, What a pair, a pair of knuckleheads. So, Nick Bosa was asked about Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. His response was quote, that'll be a good battle. I won't be watching, is what he said. So, he's not planning on Watching the Super Bowl, I know you're devastated by that. I also heard that Trey Lance claims that he is going to be fully healthy in time for the offseason. That's great. So if the Niners play a game in about a month, Trey Lance will be available. If they need a quarterback, if they're playing a game sometime in March, Lance should be good to go. Uh, Says he'll be 100% ready for organized team activities, otherwise known as busybody offseason work. And the way it's looking right now with Brock Purdy, Likely facing elbow surgery, Trey Lance will be the last man standing at quarterback until they go out chasing somebody else to play the quarterback position. And they will be doing that in San Francisco. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. We've got Maller to the third degree. That is warming up right now in the microwave. Here's the Insta Trivia. We'll go to basketball for the Insta Trivia. Blank is the only player so far this NBA season, to score ten or more points in all four quarters of a game multiple times on the year, again, blank is the only NBA player to score ten or more points in all four quarters of a game multiple times this season. It's very hard to do this because most players don't play a lot of games in the NBA. They like to rest up for the playoffs because that's all that ca- they matter. All that matters to them. But uh, that is the instant trivia. The answer, we'll get to it, and we will do it next.
11: Hey, this is Half Pint, and I love the Knowledge show.
1: Thank you, Half Pint. I appreciate that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports
6: talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
9: Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at it. Follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he is more than just the call screener. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. I would add four inches. And live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
1: And here's the insta-trivia. Blank, the only player this season to score 10 or more points, only NBA player to score 10 or more points, all four quarters in a game, multiple times. So far as we head into the month of February, that is the question, what is the answer? And so many people chiming in. uh, I saw... Uh, Frank, the, the big casino mogul in Vegas. This guy's a made man, Eddie, in Vegas. He knows everybody. He's going with Donovan Mitchell is his answer. Who else do we have? Calligan Tim's going with World Be Free. Miguel on Fire says Lakers legend Nick Van Exel. Tom Hanks, guest by listener John. Shane in Des Moines, Iowa, is going with baby Jordan Harold Minor. Jonathan in Delaware says Brandon Backey is the answer. Kurt Gowdy from Kerry. Curly Neal tossed out by Chip. In the queues, uh, who else do we have? Page down, uh, page down. Uh, Chris in Des Moines going with Grady Dick as his answer. The Kansas player, we have the fat cat I adopted from Robbie the Mariner fan. Well, Robbie, you could not have a skinny cat, you got to have a fat cat. That I mean, it'd be weird if you had a little skinny cat. Rob in Minnesota is going with Willie Burton as his answer. Gene Rayburn from Milkman Mike, you're dating yourself, game show legend. Nate Archibald from Oziewas in Western Australia, a dedicated listener. Long John Donut from Ferg Dog. Minute Bowl. guessed by Boon Maker or Bean Make, Boon Bean Boot Maker Bob. Easy for him to say. Who? Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Dumbo the Elephant from uh, Militia Twitter King. Money Ball Maller, guessed by Maller Prop Guy. Exactly. No load management. Who? Three nights in a row. I'm doing this show. Unbelievable. Eddie, Selfish. do you have an answer? Do you You're have an selfish. answer. I
9: know. Yes, I'm going to go with uh,
1: former Atlanta Hawks legend, Kevin. What you talking about, Willis? Kevin, oh, he played forever. He played like 20 years something in the NBA. That's incorrect, though. He's also not Dr. Death, Steve Williams. The correct answer is Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers. he has done it twice this year for the Blazers.
6: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
1: coop Dalu.
4: New York Jets running back Brees Hall went viral over the weekend for saying that the Jets will be
1: the non-playoff team that makes it into the postseason next year. Ben, can the Jets do it? Well, can they do it? Yes. Will they do it? Probably not. They have to find a quarterback who can chew gum and walk at the same time. That's been a problem for them for my entire life. They have some playmakers. They got some guys on defense that are emerging, but that's uh, a, it's a long road to, to, to crawl down if you're the Jets. But if I look at the AFC, I look at the the, the the bottom teams, Dolphins, Chargers, and Ravens, not a guarantee to make the playoffs next year. Those are wild card spots that are up for grabs, but until the Jets get a quarterback, forget about it.
4: Next! Andy Reid has now passed Tom Landry for number 2 all-time when it comes to postseason wins by a head coach. Ben, when it's all said and done, where will Andy Reid rank among the best NFL coaches of all time? So
1: he's already among the all-time greats. If you look at what he did, he, 20 years in the NFL, coaching Philly and Kansas City. He made a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. But this is a massive pivot point for Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. He's 1-2 in Super Bowls right now. You win, you're 2-2, two two, fine. You lose, you're one in three, and your old team has already won two Super Bowls since you left with two different quarterbacks. That's a bad look, and you'd have a losing record uh, with uh, with Mahomes in these big games. So that w- that would not be uh, not, would not be ideal for Andy Reid. But he's all time you know, already one of the all time greats. Next, there's been some debate about what the Chicago Bears will do with the number one pick in this year's draft. Ben, do you think they'll trade it away? No. Here's what you the move for the Bears is to trade Justin Fields. He's got a short shelf life. These top quarterbacks are projected to have a longer run. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, either one of those guys, both projected as top five picks. Justin Fields, he's got value because of the sizzle reel, but he's a terrible passer. He averaged 149 yards passing per game. He's a hell of a runner, but he hasn't established himself as a passer. And if I'm the Bears, I trade him, get draft picks for him, and then keep the number one pick. How did we do?
4: I actually agree with you. You pass this edition.
1: That is a win. You can put it on the board. Yes. You didn't think I was going to win. I won the game.